Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode of Wrestle Ramble is sponsored by our very own Almanac. The Wrestle Talk Almanac is back and bigger than ever and is the must-have guide to wrestling in 2019. Where else will you find who won all of wrestling's most important tournament, discover the real names of over a thousand wrestlers, and see the star ratings for literally thousands of matches? There's also coverage of over 250 shows from around the world with star ratings, reviews, match times, outcomes, and attendance figures, which will likely be inflated on Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard's podcasts. Not only that, but our boffins here at WrestleTalk HQ have put together win-loss statistics for every wrestler from every major promotion. So now you can be that annoying stat guy at your wrestling parties. Or maybe you can find yourself a time machine and give a copy of it to your past self so they can place a few bets and then buy a casino. I'm obviously joking, I'm not condoning betting, it's a Back to the Future part two joke. Finally, the first 100 purchases will get a hand-signed photo of Ollie and myself, which I guess some people might think is a good thing. So what are you waiting for? Order it now by using the links in the podcast description or go to wrestletalk.bigcartel.com. That's wrestletalk.bigcartel.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble. I am Luke Owen, this is Chopper Pete Quinnell, and over there is El Fakador Laurie Blake, and welcome to our first ever double, double prediction stream we are going to be doing predictions for extreme rules and aew's fight for the fallen which is happening on saturday extreme rules happening on the sunday for anyone who asks we're not doing evolve there is too much wrestling this weekend we cannot do a stream for all of it i'll do evolve kylo (laughs) riley 
<laughs> well, there you go. You've, you've, you've heard it here first. Heard it here, folks. You can get your super chats in, but we might not be able to get to them because we, we don't want to be here doing this stream uh, all day, obviously. But if you do send a super chat in and we don't get to it, we will do it on the NXT Ramble, which we'll be doing later on today. I've not actually watched uh, the, this week's NXT yet. No, um, mate. No? No? Um, fine. That's a job for after this. It is indeed, yeah. <laughs> it's what I'm going to be doing once this is finished. But let's kick things off with Extreme Rules 2019. But before we get to that, let's have a quick update on Wrestle League Season 2. If you want to get involved with Wrestle League, there's a few shows left in Season 2. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash wrestle talk and become one of our awesome pledge hammers on Patreon. And you can compete against us in fantasy booking warfare predictions. Ooh. And there's a prize for those that come first. The Trophy Emoji Trophy, uh, which is currently held by Laurie Blake, who is our office winner. But at the moment, the office winner is Randy Andy Datsun. The office cheat. With 65 yeah. points. Uh, then it is Ollie with 61. Laurie with 58 points. Pete with 52. Oh. Myself with 50. Mm. And housemate Hyman with 43 because he forgot to do Slammiversary predictions. <laughs> He's forgot to do every prediction. He's been doing them after the fact. And he's still and doing and he's still honest <laughs> predictions. Well, he's yeah. last. So yeah, yeah. I, I love the fact he yeah honest predictions. That's nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I am currently technically I am last. Uh, so I will be doing the punishment video uh, should I lose. But we've still got I think four shows left before because yes. it ends at SummerSlam, which is the middle of August. We've got two shows this weekend. I think we've got another one to get to before we get to uh, take over Toronto. Take over Toronto. And Thank SummerSlam. you. SummerSlam and SummerSlam. Yes, we've got Beautiful. four more shows yet. So let's kick things off with Extreme Rules and a match that I'm going to guess is on the pre-show. It is the Revival versus the Usos for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, Laurie Blake, I'm going to come to you first. Mm, I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I literally... Quick question. I couldn't care. Do you even know who the champions are? It's the Revival, the That's champions. correct, yeah. yeah. What, is it not Hawkins and Ryder? <laughs> <laughs> Shocking, uh, I know. I'm trying to work out who Heyman would like more. Usos, let's say. I'm going to go with the Usos. Pete Quinnell. Um, I don't know because it's hard to bet against the Usos because they always win. But I really want Revival to retain. I'm going to say Usos. I'm going to say Usos. Well, yeah. I am saying a Revival retention. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Speaking of Tag Team Championships, it is Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus Heavy Machinery versus The New Day for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Pete Quinnell, what say you? Um... I think it's going to be the New Day. You think New Day are going to win the belts? Why? And I think they're going to have like a little, because I think, uh, uh, spoilers for my later predictions, I think Kofi is also going to retain. Mm -hmm. uh, And then they're going to have like a New Day, hey, we've got championships, all of us. Aren't we great? Celebration. And then that will get ruined at SummerSlam and someone else will win a title. Mm, okay. Uh, I am actually going to say that the Planeteers retain. Mm. So I'm going with the Planeteers here. I'm on that too. You're also going with yes, Captain Planet. Captain Planet and Captain Bareface. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think that Brian and Rowan, I think they could do with a really good run with the belts. While you're right, I think that the New Day thing makes a whole mess of sense. Um, I can definitely see Brian and Rowan retaining here and having a, a longer run with the belts and then having the Babyface eventually get them off him. Mm. Having said that, logical storytelling has um, bitten me in the ass this season, hence why I'm last. Mm. So perhaps I should really say heavy machinery. You should because go, yeah, you should, why you should not? Say yeah. the, you should say the iconics. <laughs> yeah. God, if I'd have said that at WrestleMania. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I know. If I'd have said that at WrestleMania as well. 
I mean, I do agree with you. I think Brian and Rowan should have a longer title reign. I don't think they will, though. Mm. I don't think they care enough for them. Um, and for the Cruiserweight Championship, it is Drew Gulak versus Tony Nese, the former champ. Uh, I'm also going to guess this will be on the pre-show as well. Possibly. Uh, I'm going with uh, another Gulak retention here. Um, Laurie Blake, what say you? Drew Lack. Drew Lack. Mm. I'm all, also Drew Gulak. Gulak. Don't think it's he right for Tony Nese to win it back. Yeah, Drew Gulak, yes, you're right. It's is absolutely great. great. Yeah. He's so good. It's been such a long time coming that he should have had that title. And yeah, I don't think that, like, Tony Nese really got nothing out of having the belt either. No, no, It was actually a very bland choice to, to hold it. It was, it was such yeah. a stopgap, though, because they knew they were losing Murphy shortly. Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah, and how well that's worked out for Buddy Murphy. <laughs> <Well, laughs> yeah. Yeah, he wasn't even the one knocking on flipping Aston Black's door. We'll nope. get to, we'll get to that in a moment. But first up, we've got to get through the big beefy match of the night. It is Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Pete Quinnell, what say you? Uh, I'm going to go with a Braun win here. And with a Brawny the Strowman. Um, uh, supposedly, uh, Paul Heyman really likes Braun Strowman. Yeah, apparently he's one of his boys. Um, so I think he might be getting a push out of the back of this. So I'm also oh, going so with Braun um, because I think they're doing this. Uh, the story they've been telling is that. Bobby Lashley is superhuman and cannot be stopped and therefore like it's Braun is going to be the one that has had a massive disadvantage he's going to go in there and Bobby's just going to beat him up uh, and beat him up and beat him up and beat him up and then Braun comes out at the end and be like how did he do it how did he make the big comeback and beat the big the big yeah. Bobby Lashley lad Braun is the plucky that, underdog that's my Michael Cole that's <laughs> Bobby Ladley <laughs> Bobby Ladley um, I think it's a Braun win or it goes to a no contest Ooh. For a, oh, for, uh, what is it? Last man standing? They're doing. It is last man standing. So yeah, yeah I guess if they both they both, they both, they both don't answer down, the yeah. ten count, yeah. yeah, it could work. Yeah. Uh, for the United States Championship, I actually forgot that was a force count anywhere match. By the way, um, yeah. For the United States Championship, it is Champ Ricochet versus the newly oh, heel AJ Styles. This is, this is a tough one. Yeah, it is. And oh man. This there's no good. There's I, yeah. no good option here, though, no. because the the stupid thing about this is, Ricochet either loses the championship at his first pay per view defense, or AJ loses his second US title match on the trot. Yeah, so, after just turning heel. After just, just turning, turning heel, heel and forming a faction. Yeah. yeah. No, like, don't book this. <laughs> yeah. Booked yourselves into a corner, really. Yeah. And I am I am going up first with it as well. And I was, my heart was saying Ricochet this whole time because mm-hmm. AJ has kind of stood tall throughout this whole fuse. But you're right. If he loses, that is his second title loss. And he has just turned heel. So you want to kind of keep the momentum of the character going. Mm-hmm. So oh, maybe against my better judgment, I'm going with AJ. Even though going by logic has bitten me in the ass, as oh, we yeah. said previously. And I will, I will caveat that by saying like that all, that's all logical sense to pick that Samoa Joe is having a match for the WWE <laughs> Championship and what's Samoa Joe done recently <laughs> lost the United now. States yeah. um, oh man I've, I've written down AJ but I feel like that's an error <laughs> Laurie Blake oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> um, or Ricochet you're going with Rick you're going with Rick I don't like it 
Going with Rick O'Shea, Pete Quinnell. I'm going AJ Styles. Oh, me and Pete. Because I, th- I think that there's a way to do this where you can have AJ win. Ricochet still looks really good if, like, he overcomes certain, like, odds, if, like, the club get involved, and then he's still, like, kicking out of everything, and eventually, finally, they manage to, to get him. Ricochet still looks amazing, even in defeat. There's a way to do it where both of them look good. Whether they do it or not is another question, but I think AJ needs the momentum more than Ricochet. And the other alternative to this as well is that AJ or Ricochet wins via DQ. <sighs> so AJ doesn't technically lose the match, but Ricochet still retains. Oh, oh that would be so bad. That, that's, if, that's fab. If, I'll, if, I'll if, take it. Thank if, you. The, if the club just interferes. <laughs> I'll write my letter in now, thank you. My letter <laughs> the, of request. If the club just interferes and start attacking Ricochet mid-match and it just ends in a DQ, I'm going to be so disappointed. And do you know what? Actually, thinking about it, that almost makes the most sense because then you can build the big, big summer to slam the SummerSlam match. Oh, man. Good. Fabulous. Well, speaking of, speaking of the one who knocks, although we spoke about it a little while ago, terrible mm. segue, it is Alistair Black versus Cesaro. Um, Laurie Blake, you're up first. Alistair Black. Going with AB. Pete Quinnell? Alistair Black. I am also thinking it is Alistair Black. I really mean, if, if, if he doesn't win this match... That is the true proof of logic. Does it just evades Doesn't this matter. company at any point? It's the true proof that Eric yeah. Bischoff is running the show. You wait, <laughs> you wait until Bray Wyatt re-debuts and loses his first match. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be as the black. fiend. And like Cesaro loses nothing out of it, which is why like it's the it's the perfect first opponent for Alistair Black because yeah. they can just have an, a great match. Black can get a big win out of it, mm-hmm. and they can push it as a really big deal. And Cesaro loses absolutely nothing. Well, look, well, look at the it. springboard it was for Ricochet. Mm. Like yeah. Cesaro, I mean, they're just doing the same thing with the other half of the tag team. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, they were yeah. a tag. They team, were a they? tag team. Yeah. yeah, they had a tag team title match at WrestleMania. They did. Um, right for the SmackDown Women's Championship, it is a two-on-one handicap match with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Bailey, who is the SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, Pete Quinnell, you are up first. Bailey retention. Bailey retention. I'm also going for a Bailey retention. Me too. Hey. We're going Bailey. Do we think that it's going to be via Sasha Banks? No. No? I wasn't sure, actually. I, I think it's more likely that it's just miscommunication between Bliss and Cross, and that just furthers that yep. kind of angle that this, weirdly, the whole championship picture has been about. Yeah. Two people well, who yeah. aren't the champion. I a, think a friendship. it will be, yeah, I think it's going to be Bailey's going to retain possibly via Sasha Banks interference or like Sasha Banks's music plays she comes out on stage and that distracts their heels and Bailey picks up the win after that but mm-hmm. perhaps there will be a Banks heel turn and then for some time you can do Banks versus Bailey for the title and Alexa versus Nikki in a singles match mm-hmm. sure you um, have Alexa snap on I, yeah, I can definitely see think... uh, Banks returning helping Bailey retain only to turn on her later oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could also see it uh, just that the like you said miscommunication between Bliss and Cross Bailey wins and then afterwards Bliss and Cross are beating down Bailey and that's when Sasha comes back yeah, to just yeah. like make the save yeah for the WWE Championship it is Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe uh, Kofi Kingston currently dealing with an injury if uh, reports to be believed but he uh, PW Insider is saying that he will be fine for Sunday and it's just a bit of a niggling back. Uh, injury but with that said i think he is retaining i think that he is going to lose the belt at SummerSlam. laurie blake yeah i think kofi going with i don't know i don't know what you do with joe from here make him look angry yeah oh he rolled me up again it's my one weakness (laughs) you need to get like a little 
like a kickstand or something for when he does the Coquina <laughs> clutch, doesn't he? So he doesn't roll back all the way. Uh, Pete Grinnell. Uh, yeah, Kofi retaining. Go for a Kofi yeah. retention I as think well. This is just a placeholder feud before something that they're doing for SummerSlam. Shane. It's not going to be Shane. Shane. It's not happening. Shane. I actually, someone uh, tweeted me today a brilliant idea, which is that, because we were talking about on the SmackDown review that perhaps the SummerSlam match is Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon because then you can artificially extend the Shane versus Roman feud until Survivor until Series. Survivor Series, mm. yeah. But you do Shane versus Owens with the stipulation that if Owens wins, Shane has to retire from in-ring competition. Ooh. And that's your big draw in because everyone's like sick it. of seeing Shane wrestling. So we want to see Owens finally stop. Obviously, Shane's winning. But then, you know, to continue it. Which forward. completely neuters Owens, but sure. Yeah. And also, you shouldn't do things that are like playing on the fans' emotions and then be like, ha ha ha, <laughs> more of what you did live. <laughs> yeah. Lol, JK, <laughs> Shane is the best. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, the best in the world, Shane McMahon is teaming with Drew McIntyre, the Scottish psychopath, to take on The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. <sighs> the ghost of The Undertaker. <laughs> the ghost of wrestling past. <laughs> um, Laurie Blake. Uh, I feel like... This is so hard. I this think... is tough because you've got to try and think how we're setting up SummerSlam from this. Because this is our last stopgap, WWE-wise, before SummerSlam. Yeah. And so all of like the big matches of SummerSlam really have got to be set up from this show. Yeah. So, I, And that's why I think actually part of this is very, very tough. Yeah. I, Particularly this match. Yeah, I feel like maybe Shane and Drew. Shane and yeah, Drew? I, okay. I, I don't know. Okay, Pete Quinnell. Um... <laughs> This one's really hard because I could either see it that um, Shane pins The Undertaker or Roman pins Drew. Okay. It's one of those two things is happening. Well, to set up Roman. The Undertaker. No, because it's going to set up Roman versus Shane. So I think either Roman's going to either Roman or Shane will have momentum going into SummerSlam. So one of them will get the win, but they're on different teams, so I can't pick between them. Um, Roman. You're going with Roman. Roman's winning. Roman and Roman and Taker takes. are winning. I oh god, this is tough. I think I'm also going to go with Roman and Taker, and I think that yeah, oh man, because like I think it's going to be Drew versus Taker at SummerSlam, and I think that Drew still can have legitimacy in. Oh, but then I think Shane pinning Roman makes sense if you want to build them up in a match. I just I don't know why would Roman would continue having matches with Shane after if he wins. If this he one. wins, like yeah. Well, maybe it's Roman, and maybe it's Shane that continues the feud as opposed to, like, the heels continue the feud as opposed to the babyface is still looking to get their redemption. Because it's beat up Roman Reigns. It's like the, the club oh, thing. Man. I'm going with Roman and Taker, but I feel, oh, man. But then again, you know, Pete, you and I are a bottom of the league. So. <laughs> you can know. That's, that's meta-predicting. It's hard because nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. It is, um, it is funny that, like, I'd say the top two matches of this show which is that tag match, the two tag matches, really. That tag match and the intergender tag match we're about to discuss are the matches that everyone has, like, the least amount of interest in. Oh, yeah. But they're, like, pushed as the really big things in mm -hmm. this company. Stupid. Whereas, like, Alistair Black versus Cesaro or Ricochet versus AJ Styles feel like they are lesser. Although, as I was saying that, AJ and Ricochet have main evented Raw the past couple of weeks. The they good thing is, in, though, in the least it does mean that you could stop watching the pay-per-view at halfway through and it would be, like, a, a good length. <laughs> yeah. You could stop at the AJ match and be like, oh, cool, I've seen what I want to see. Great show. Very true. Yeah. It is a long old card because we 
do have one more match to get through, and it is that main event of Universal Champion Seth Rollins and Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans intergender tag match. It is Extreme Rules, and it is winner takes all. Mm. If Seth and Becky win, Baron and Evans cannot go for the titles again. Ever again. Well, they've been very vague on that. Probably, right? yeah, while they're still champs. Probably. While Rollins mm. and Becky are still champions, they can't go for it. Probably. Um, cool. So I went no, I went last. So Pete Quinnell, you're up first, mate. Uh, Rollins and Lynch are mm. going to retain, I think, because uh, I think that this, again, this is a placeholder feud. They, they just artificially extended out Corbin and Evans oh, they just? until they can do another feud for SummerSlam that it's they actually want to do. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, totally. This me- this um, men's feud wasn't working. This women's feud wasn't working. Why not combine the two into one uber feud? Yeah, that still doesn't work. Um, I think Bray Wyatt's going to come back after Extreme Rules and he'll challenge Seth. So you're going with... My I'm also going with Rollins and Lynch. Obviously, um, the, yeah. Yeah. You so you don't think Baron Corbin's going to be Universal Champion? I, ju- I just don't feel it. <laughs> I've, I've, <laughs> on his third attempt. I, I just don't. No, no. No, going with Rollins and Lynch as well. Cool. So I'd say that actually there are some matches in that that I think are actually quite difficult to go with, particularly Ricochet and AJ, uh, the Undertaker-Roman uh, tag match, um, and a couple of the others as well. I think it is actually a quite a strong card for the show. I think it'll be a yeah. fun show. Yeah. Um, there are some matches I'm actually really stoked I think, about. Yeah, the final third is going to be terrible, but I think the, the opening mm-hmm. and the, the, the main, I think the middle of the card is going to be the best bit of it. Yes. Easily. And they are really selling this show, or one of the reasons they're selling this show is that, hey, we won't get any more Baron Corbin main events. Yeah. Awesome. Great selling You just point. have to sit through this one. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. We do have one bonus question, and it was originally going to be Will Sasha Banks appear on the show, but because Heyman teased it on Raw, will Brock Lesnar cash in? And when uh, we, were t- we were talking about this on WhatsApp, uh, Andy said, we, re- we shouldn't do this question because it's really repetitive. And I was like, well, repetitive is their business model. So <laughs> we're just going with what WWE wants us to think. So will Brock Lesnar cash in? Uh, I'm going to say new. Uh, Laurie Blake? Nope. Nope. And Pete Quinnell? No. No. Not at all. Not at all. They're just teasing it so people buy the pay-per-view. Absolutely. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, let's try and do some quick super chats um, before we get into Fight for the Fallen. This comes in from Steve Comer, who says, It's 5.02 a.m. in the States uh, when you all go live. Hashtag no sleep. You should sleep. Nathan Ford, thank you very much for your donation. Nathan Ford for you. Uh, Loji Watson with a donation that said, Odds on Bray attacking Undertaker and starting a feud with him to SummerSlam and Kevin Owens taking his place in the tag match. I'd be so down for that. Honestly, that sounds like a great idea. Although, I wouldn't really want to see a Bray Taker match at SummerSlam. Unless it's a squash match, I'm okay with that. That's very similar to your Alistair Black debut fantasy Mm. booking war. True, yeah. yeah. Um, Adam um, uh, says, Can Charlotte just become SmackDown Women's Champion again? No. Please don't. I think we should just put Bailey in a decent feud. Yeah, probably. That's what she's been missing since becoming champ. Well, this is the problem, is that her feud currently is not written about her it's someone else's yeah. feud that, she's the third uh, yeah, wheel she's the third yeah. wheel in her own feud and she's and the, got the belt and the championship is the fourth wheel yeah yeah um, thank you to Charles and to Arloy uh, uh, for your donations and to Brett for your donation as well Sidesh uh, with a huge donation who says whoever did the workshoot promos have had a mega push like Punk AJ Lee Cena and Roman now that KO did that kind of promo do you think that KO will become a top star on Smackdown or will KO just be used as a filler jobber for Shane like the Miz was um, I think you're kind of cherry picking the people that have done workshoot promos because Miz did one a couple of months ago yeah, So Seth has done one as well Seth's done one yeah yeah, lots of people have done one. So while they can be great, and Owens's was fantastic, it's too early to say because I don't know where they're going with it. But I do think that he will be pushed as one of the top stars on SmackDown. Yeah, hopefully, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, ooh, Stream Slayer uh, has said, can't believe I'm up this early, 5 a.m. EST, but do you guys think that Alistair Black Cesaro will be the match of the night, or do you, will it suffer like all dream matches in WWE do? Um, I'm going to remain hopeful and optimistic that they give this thing, like, 15 minutes and let them just do their thing for a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say yes, it will be match of the night. I mean, there's a lot competing with it. I think AJ Ricochet has a very good shout of being match of the night. I think the tag match, the SmackDown tag match has the opportunity yeah. to be oh, yeah. one of the best matches of the night. Revival Usos. Yeah. Like, because bear in mind that's going to be on the pre-show. That'll probably get like 15 minutes. With the mm. screen ad break. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If we're lucky. <laughs> Maybe they'll restart the match. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it has a very high chance of being matched the night. I think it actually depends on the Ricochet-AJ finish. Because if AJ Ricochet mm, ends yeah. with sort of like a terrible club just getting and beat down Ricochet, that might sort of like, you know, it'll end like a fart in a church. Mm-hmm. Whereas 
I think Black and Cesaro are going to very much have a clean finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Briz says that Taker is going to turn on Roman and join the Omni Chain. Just don't. And uh, DX <laughs> has said that I am Wrestle Talk's Omni Chain. I guess because I'm on every show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. On every, every podcast, anyway. I certainly am. And thank you to Maddie for your donation. Thank you to all of your super chats. Uh, let's crack on with AEW Fight for the Fallen, which is coming this Saturday from Jacksonville, Florida, uh, with proceeds going to victims of gun violence. So it is a good, worthy cause, which is why WWE are putting on a show opposite it. Mm-hmm. Um, up first on the pre-show, this was announced yesterday, it is Sunny Kiss versus the librarian Peter Avalon. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go first on this one. I'm going to say Sunny Kiss. Okay. Uh, Laurie Lake? Sunny Kiss, I imagine they'll do Lever Bates costing Avalon yeah. this one in return for yeah. Five, no, the other one, Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest. Yeah. So Fighter stop Fest. calling everything Fighter somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I've actually put down. Yeah, no, but it's fine because I'm going to say that anyways. I'm also going to say Sunny Kiss. Cool. For similar Sunny reasons. Kiss. Um, I think it will be comedy. Yes. Yeah. Whether it is comedy that gets over with the crowd because the one they tried at uh, Fighter Fest did not get over with the crowd. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Just put something good on the pre-show. <laughs> well, I think this will be on the pre-show and this could be excellent because this is MJF and Sean Spears teaming with Sammy Guevara taking on the deathmatch trio of Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela. Mm. What a dream team that is. Mm. Just throw in a John Mockley and you've got a, a great quartet right there. Um, a barbershop quartet. <laughs> yes. I mean, the barbershop is made of barbed wire. It's the barbershop window. <laughs> the barbershop bar- is Sweeney Todd's. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laurie Blake, what say you? I think it's really tough. I think all the people on Darby Allen's team could use a win. Uh, but I also think Sean Spears is likely to get a big push heading into the match with Cody. Mm. Uh, however, he's also got problems with MJF. So there's so many. Like, there's a lot of things going on here. For yeah, it's, it's that hasn't really had any story. So outside interesting. Of this. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting because this really like the the big selling point, not the big selling point in this, but the big sort of storyline thing going into this is that coming off of Fighter Fest with the chair shots by mm-hmm. Sean Spears to Cody and MJF being very very annoyed by it, and MJF has been sort of like starting Twitter feuds and feuds on um, being the elite with Sean Spears, so. I don't think they're going to be able to coexist on their team. For me, like I'm, I'm, my prediction out the gate, I think that the uh, the, the deathmatch trio are going to win. Yeah. Um, and I think it really is going to come down to MJF and Sean Spears not being able to get along. Yeah, I think maybe deathmatch trio wins, and it's maybe MJF takes the pin, and that annoys Spears. Mm. And like you protect Spears by keeping him out of the pinfall scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I I was going to say exactly the thing that you said because I don't think MJF and Spears are going to be able to coexist properly and that will cost them the match uh up next uh it is brandy rhodes versus ali ali who got a win at uh on fighter fest and this is brandy rhodes's first singles match in aew mm-hmm. um pete quinnell coming to you first what say you um i'm going to say ali for this one uh, i think they're going to try and push her a little bit more and i don't think that i don't i think they're self-aware and i don't think brandy rhodes is quite on the same level as some of the other top women in the company so i think they'll they'll know that and they'll put the 
put, they'll put Ali over her, I think. I'm also going with Ali as well. I think she is going to be one of their top stars in the women's division. So I think giving her like a good series of wins, mm-hmm. even if it is over Lever Bates and Brandy Rhodes, still helps her going yeah. into Wednesday Star Week of well. TV. Because I think future-wise with, with, with Brandy, they'll just do she manages or has people like Awesome Kong around her, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of, she's got muscle. It'll yeah. be mm-hmm. when the actual show starts. Uh, up next, we have got Kenny Omega versus Shima. Uh, I'm going with Omega for this one. Yeah. Uh, Laurie Blake, mm-hmm. going with Omega as well. I'm also doing Omega. I think he needs a big win. And well, he's got the, one of the Why big matches yeah. at, uh, at All Outs with against John Moxley. So yeah. I think that having th- both those guys looking very strong going into All Out yeah. just makes their match even more. Well, I think big yeah. Time. And Shima's win was entirely, I think, to make him look strong here. Yeah. For the purposes of making Kenny Omega look strong coming out of this. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Completely agree. Speaking of looking strong, it is Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. Adam Page obviously going to be facing Chris Jericho for the AEW World Championship at All Out. Um, uh, I Laurie Blake, I'm going to you first. Page, going with Page. Pete Cornell, uh, Page. Ooh, I'm also going with Page. My, but do you think there's a because Chris Jericho will be so at Chris the show. Jericho appears and it, it's Page versus Jericho. Could pay? Could Jericho cost Page this match? Mm. It's possible. I for me, I think it is. I think Jericho is scheduled for a uh, a segment on the show where he's going to be trying to get his thank you. I think he mm. comes out and gives Paige like uh, a code breaker or his back fist thing, whatever is the Judas effect. Judas and elbow gives him the Judas elbow, um, and then tries to start his segment. And then Paige attacks him there, and they do a big pull apart brawl. So like the Jer- like you kind of combine the two bits together, mm-hmm. um, and then you yeah, have a big sort of wild pull apart brawl to lead into All Out. Nice. But um, I think you're right. I think Jericho is going to be involved in it somehow. Mm-hmm. Do you want to change your mind though? No, I'm sticking. Sticking with it. Cool. Up next the is the safest bet. Stay what you keep picking. What Luke picks. <laughs> <laughs> Up next in what could be a possible match of the night here. Yeah. SoCal Uncensored versus the Lucha Brothers. Oh. Oh, hello, mate. Hello, Dolly. That's a good one. one. Uh, I'm going with the uh, Lucha Brothers on this one. I think them taking two straight losses on pay-per-view, I think they need to get a win. Mm -hmm. Uh, Laurie Blake? Yep, give me the LBs. Give me Mm -hmm. them LBs. And Pete Quinnell? Yep, 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 yep. LBs. Big agrees. But what will likely be the main event and could be a real show stealer is Cody and Dustin Rhodes, the Rhodes Brothers back together like a renegade master. Versus the Young Bucks. It's brothers v. Brothers. This match, this could be amazing. This yeah, could be, really couldn't it? Could. This, on paper, this could be absolutely stunning. On, honest to God, before Double or Nothing, if you'd have told me that Cody versus Dustin will be not only match of the night, but could end up being one of the best matches of the year, I'd have gone, That's, yeah. it, seems like, it seems unlikely. It'll be good. <laughs> But it seems unlikely. That's what you'd say to Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Because he was <laughs> adamant that this was going to be an amazing match. Dan, Dan foresaw it. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I think this equally could be as good. Because I think there's going to be a lot of emotion in this match. Cody and the Young Bucks are obviously very, very close friends. I think this could be a stunning, stunning wrestling mm. match. A yes. stunning night of professional wrestling. Absolutely. Um, and Laurie Blake, I'm coming to you oh, first. Damn it. Uh, this is a tough one. It is. This is a very tough one. Find the center. Um, I want the Rhodes. You want the Rhodes? You're going with the Rhodes brothers. Pete Cornell? I'm also saying the Rhodes brothers. I think they're going to continue their momentum uh, after they've just formed this team together after their amazing match. And I think the Bucks have won 
a lot, and they don't necessarily oh, need the momentum. Because right. I put down the Young Bucks. You did just put down the Young Bucks. I, I know, I just put down the Young Bucks. No takebacks! <laughs> <laughs> but you're right that the Rhodes brothers actually getting some momentum could be good, but it depends on if they're sticking as a tag team or whether this is a one-night thing. That's true. And my thought on it was this was going to be a one-night deal. Because I think we're going to get Cody versus Sean Spears at All Out. Mm -hmm. And if the Bucks are getting a big match, a big tag team match at All Out, do you want them losing a tag team match before then getting their big match uh, mm. uh, on the big yeah. show? So I'm, I'm going to stick with the Young Bucks because I think this is just like a this is more like a uh, an exhibition. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really matter if Cody and Dustin lose, but there is something to be gained from the Bucks winning. I think it depends on when you're like it, when you're imagining the Sean Spears interference comes in because it either comes in mm. before the end, which costs likely costs the match to the Young Bucks, so like he'll interfere and lose Cody the match, or Cody and Dustin win get their big moment. And then Sean, Sean Spears, Spears ruins it. Ruins it probably by going too far on Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, mm, while, that's Cody a good one. To, while Cody has to watch. That's I can see a them good doing one. That, yeah, I yeah. can see like them in their big closing angle. Yeah, mm. something along those lines. Um, and actually, I mean, there's no Moxley match on this, but you've got to Ooh. think that he's going to be around possibly somewhere for the Kenny Omega Shima match, mm -hmm. uh, maybe, or yeah. maybe just a promo of, of some description. But I, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Young Bucks, but I think you are on the money with that. I think we're going to get a big Sean Spears mm -hmm. angle to close this out. Um, and that will probably then be like announced on Monday. The, yeah. That's like the third match announced for And then they'll tell you out. the chair is made of five different materials. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be conflicting <laughs> stories. Yes. On what, on it what wasn't even a chair. <laughs> <laughs> there is it was no actually, spoon. It was actually a plushie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it I'll, was made of bubble wrap. <laughs> a bonus question. Bubble wrap <laughs> filled with thumbtacks. Yeah. <laughs> the amount that he was bleeding. But our bonus question is, will AEW announce specific TV details for their weekly show, which is starting in October? There's been rumors and stuff. All we know is it's, it's starting in October. We don't have the air date we don't know what day it's on what time it is going to be on just that it's going to be in prime time so are they going to announce these sort of tv deals at fight for the fallen uh pete quinnell you're up first no i think uh they might do something of the sort at all out or between this and all out um i don't think they're going to do it here i'm just going to say the same thing i think they're going to save that big announcement for mm -hmm. all out yeah I'm, I'm on that board. sorry yeah, Larry. yeah you're yeah. that as well no right well a lot of similarities to that one in fact all similarities until that main event oh that's, a, that's good it actually. is all like to it. play for this weekend in terms of wrestle league but before we get out of here let's quickly do some of your super chats um Dabashotti. Sorry if I said that wrong. He said, Young Bucks mentioned Corbin uh, push on BTE. Loved it. I haven't actually seen this week's BTE. Nor have I. Mm. No, I haven't um, seen it And I haven't seen any of the, uh, the run-up to the Fight for the Fallen stuff um, mm. on the, yeah. uh, the American Nightmare channel. Probably would have helped. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Maddie has donated again to say that El Fakador has the best super click uh, in WrestleTalk. It's very true. Uh, Steve Comer again, who says, I thought everything was going to be Fakador soon. It is on Screen Stalker. Yeah. Yeah. It is where I'm Literally from. Literally <laughs> everything. Uh, Kyrick says, love y'all. Keep up the awesome work. Well, thank you thank very you. much. Mike Dempsey says, uh, wow, book Bray versus Mustafa Ali. 
Because Ali was like talking it. about demons. He was, yeah. Mm. Saying how he wants to get rid of demons and people fighting demons, yeah. etc. Is that not a Finn Balor? Well, that's what I yeah. thought, but he's kind of tied up with uh, Nakamura at the mm. moment. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, uh, Shaquille Calder has said, much love from Australia. Keep up the good work. Well, well thank, thank you, you very, much. very much. But that is all we have got time for on this edition of the Wrestle Ramble. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 